Episode 79 of The Passive Hang. Today we are joined by Stanislav Kazanovich, who is the founder of Movement Freaks, a group based in Herzliya, Israel. Stanislav has been learning the Edo Portal method for over 10 years, and he's been teaching via his group Movement Freaks for over eight years now. In this conversation, we get to hear the evolution of Stanislav's practice from the early days when he was actually wrestling, and also how he's cultivated his community throughout the years and how he has been specific in his design for how he wants the group to run to really foster and breed an authentic community feel. Stanislav also shares some ideas on improvisation within practice, particularly in the subject of floor work, for which he is a fantastic practitioner. All right, guys, well, we're going to get started. I'll see you in the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Passive Hang. Uh, it's Fayon here. Today we welcome Stas Kazanovich, who is the founder of Movement Freaks, um, a group based in Israel. In I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm going to have a go at it. The city Her- Herzliya, is it? Herzliya, yeah, yeah, Herzliya. Yeah. So, Herzliya. welcome Stas to the podcast. Thank you. Um, I'm a real big fan of a lot of the content that you share on Instagram. Is a lot of um, great movement ideas and inspiration, um, and I love the varied work of your practice as well that you share on there as well. So it's great to be able to connect with you. Um, but one place where I thought to start was right now you're on um, holiday or training vacation over in Mexico. I guess um, yeah. if if you could share, uh, yeah, what what brings you over to Mexico and what are you doing over there? Oh yeah, first of all, hey, <laughs> it's nice to be here. Like where we talked about uh, this podcast for uh, for a few weeks already, and uh, when we started to talk about that, I've been in Mexico and I'm still in Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, what I'm doing here actually it's a family vacation like a long vacation um, uh, with my wife and a baby uh, why mexico there is a, a really nice place here called the movement mexico it's in uh, puerto escondido it's a place of a friend of mine jonathan fletcher and uh, mariana uh, so it was like a nice opportunity for us to come and uh, to teach in a different place. So kind of teaching here like two classes a week. And and just living here, like, you know, just uh, kind of my life for the these six weeks and uh, like involved in the community here, um, the movement community. It's mostly people from around the world. There's not much people like uh, local coming. Most like people come specifically for a uh, uh, to train movement. So they're coming for like a few weeks, one month, three months, and yeah, this kind of, kind of small community, short term community, and it's pretty really cool to be part of it. And I think this is one the main reason why we came here, like uh, just to have like a good vacation we're like living one minute from the ocean 
going forward what we're doing and still have a lot of time to just chill and enjoy and practice. So, yeah, this is kind of the reason. <laughs> well, I've seen their place and it looks like, a, yeah, a really amazing location with the facility right um, right next to the beach. So, um, yeah, quite jealous of your location there. But, you know, before we started, you were, you were talking about how you've tried your um, – you, you've tried surfing uh, recently, um, and can you take us through? How, how did that all go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried surfing. Like, uh, I wanted to try in Israel, but in Israel, the waves are terrible. So it's very hard to, to, to learn how to surf there. And it's something like uh, people getting really excited about and like this is this is the thing surfing like this is the most exciting thing and i had to try um and it was it was okay you know like uh, i didn't get it yet like it's mostly a struggle to get into the sea <laughs> and then just sitting waiting for something to happen that finally you cut, you're getting this wave and it's like five seconds that's it <laughs> and then <it's, laughs> and that's all over again you're trying to get into the scene the waves are like all over you um but it's fun it's fun like uh, it, it was a nice experience for me maybe i'll do another lesson before we leave we're leaving in one week um it was it was like new environment also it was interesting for me to learn a bit about uh the sea, the ocean, like the instructor we have, like we had even like two different, but like explain to us like a bit how the waves work. Like, like I, I never looked in the waves and thought, okay, this is this kind of wave and this it's going to the right or the left and breaking like this or like that. So it was interesting to, to learn that this, like, it's not just one wave, there's like a various kind of waves and every wave is different, you know, kind of learning how to read the ocean or the sea and like it's interesting to see the surfers like so immediately know what is going what is coming and uh, so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to learn this environment and uh, maybe i'll continue with that but uh, you know I, I it didn't hook me up but maybe it's it's uh, maybe there will be some uh, um, another attempts to 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 <laughs> To, to like it i don't know but it was cool it's really cool like uh, yeah yeah i think it takes some patience to get um addicted because as you say I've, I've tried it a few times before um yeah and it's a yeah a lot of work to paddle out and especially when you don't know how to get up onto the board as well it's uh it's very short for the amount of work that you have to put in yeah yeah it's true and yeah, but it's also a nice work with yourself. You get frustrated very fast. And, you know, just if you're just 15 minutes in the water and you have like more one hour and a half or two. And it's a nice work, you know, just, okay, fuck it. I'll try my best and I'll paddle and paddle and then the wave will break on me and I kind of and it's fine yeah eventually like i felt a lot of frustration it's, it's 
it's a good feeling. Like it's not a good feeling, but it's a good place to be. Sometimes, you know, just a good reminder that like if you're doing something good and like you're just always in this spot of feeling okay, I'm I'm, I'm good at what I'm doing, and suddenly you're doing something you're terrible at. You're just suffering, so it's it's, it's a good place to, to be in, like uh, to to put this uh, frustration, suffering on the side, and like okay, I'll do it anyway. Like it's mm. it's, it's a good for like mental work for me, and you no, know? so yeah, it was mostly this part. I feel it was like, like the good part, yeah, even more the catching the wave. I think. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I know you do quite a lot of balance work, you know, whether it be on the rails or, you know, on your hands, that sort of thing. Did you feel any of that understanding helped you as you were trying to get up onto the board and balance on the board? Um, well, I can't compare to something else. Yeah, I can't compare to myself without, without doing it. But um, I think the overall practice, like, it's it's it helps, like, it, it must do like to understand how to get fast on the board, how where to stand, how to catch the, how to kind of rebalance yourself. Um, yeah, that definitely a person that like did the skateboard for two years will have a better understanding how to stand on a surfing board than me. But I guess there are some easier. Uh, and shorter process for me or any other person that practice some uh, movement, like to 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 advance with this uh, kind of uh, new thing, surfing or anything else. Uh, so yeah, it was it was helpful for sure, uh, I guess. <laughs> so um, I was doing a little bit of research, you know, uh, looking into yourself before we connected for this podcast and went onto the Movement Freaks um, website and was reading your blurb. Uh, I had to translate it because it's all in, in Hebrew, but it did yeah. say that, um, you know, you've been involved quite physically from a young age and at the start you were practicing, um, it, well, it translated as freestyle wrestling. That's what it said. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like uh, what... If you could explain, like, was that something you were involved in very early on? And um, how long did you do that for? Yeah, don't trust Google Translate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, I think that the right term in English is uh, freestyle wrestling. Like, there's, like, Greco-Roman wrestling, and I think freestyle is the, the, the second one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I did wrestling for... Since I was like seven years old, and I quit when I was uh, sixteen, so nine years. And so it's like a huge, um, huge base that I grew up on, uh, physically and mentally. Um, like I, I feel it's like kind of. I think I I understood it like. Uh, much later like when i was in 25 even 30 like how much it gave gave me like this this uh, years of practice uh, in this such a young age uh, also physical like uh, some strength some ability some like, kind of uh, i know 
how to deal with injuries and stuff and also mentally how to practice by myself how to just help practice and how to deal with some uh, difficult practice and and different mental uh, like hard places and um yeah like i'm very grateful about this years like uh, I, i'm not sure this is the sport i want to 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 send my kid i have a girl so i'm the problem not <laughs> but it's it's a good it's a really good um, sport you can call it i think especially if a, a person want to go to like a, this direction of martial arts it's it's really good base and also if not it's like a really good um, body preparation uh, for when we are grown up like many other sports but uh, yeah i think this one is was a uh, really good for me and, and why, uh, why this sport at, at that age you know when you're growing up i imagine you know you've got your choice of so many different things was was this just something that your parents put you in or something that you chose no actually when i was seven my mom told me i uh, had a friend and my mom told her yeah he's like going to try a, a wrestling session and you should go with him so i went with him uh, we did this first class together. He never came back, and I stayed for nine years. <laughs> and uh, I think in th- at this age, I never like um, thought about it. I just started to do it, and this is what I'm doing. That's it. And I think for many years, I, I didn't miss even one session, one class, even when I was a bit sick or there was like was crazy rain, and I had to like go with my bike and uh, whatever. And uh, I think to the end, like I started to miss classes. Okay, I don't want to go to this one, this one, and this is the moment I realized, okay, that's it. I, if I'm trying to find a, a reason not to go to a class, so that I'm done. So I have to quit and to do something else. Yeah. So yeah, it was my parents, and I just stayed there, and was uh, yeah. But I'm grateful for that. Good many you... years. <laughs> It's a it's a long time, and especially you know throughout um throughout yeah. those those years, um it's interesting that you were able to maintain that practice for so consistently, um because I know definitely you know through the teenage years as well, you have a lot of distractions that that come to yeah. try and take you away, um but maybe if you can take us through from that point onwards, um yeah, how did your physical practice develop? Like I guess it what point did you start um, trying to practice other things or, and how did you come across, I guess, uh, what we term, you know, the movement practice as well? Maybe if you could take yeah. us through a bit about that journey. Yeah, in a few words, like uh, when I quit at the age of 16, between 16 and 18, as you said, this is the kind of teenage uh time periods that you're a bit confused you don't know what to do <laughs> and uh, I, I I continue to train by myself you know with just the stuff you do in this age or uh, the stuff you do when you don't know what to do like pull-ups push-ups uh, this stuff running and then I went to the army in Israel so I continue with the same kind of practice a bit change but very simple pulling, pushing, running, uh, this is kind of the thing. And after the army, uh, I did 
I did few things, but for a very short time, like three months, four months, a bit of jujitsu, a bit of acrobatics, a bit of yoga, just to, I wanted to be in some kind of, uh, um, um, I, I, not, not even a movement environment, in some kind of environment with a group, with people that support me and not just uh, training by myself. Uh, but everything I tried was was okay. I didn't like I didn't stay there for a long time. Uh, and uh, in one day I met Odelia. Probably you know her. Mm-hmm. Odelia Goldschmidt. Uh, she did some uh, handstand workshop uh, in Israel, and I went to this workshop because I really like handstand since I was like I know seven, eight. Like uh, I just. Walked on my hands all the time, like in the school, and like always was my passion. Like, and like, wow, now I can learn really how to hand to do a handstand. And like, <laughs> and I saw her doing like one arm handstand and some press, and like, wow, my God, a girl can do it. Like, this is what was my thinking. Like at this time, like, wow, it's crazy. And uh, yeah, and told me she told me that she opened a group like. Uh, doing handstand she, she didn't call it even movement and i didn't know who is it portal and just called the name of the group was handstand freaks this is this is where the name movement freaks comes from oh uh, really <laughs> yeah 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 when i when i had to find a name so just okay i just go back to the roots and was handstand freaks let's take the freaks and change the handstand to movement nice connection yeah, so yeah, I started trying to train with Odelia. Uh, I came for the handstand, like many other people. I came just for the handstands. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there were some classes with handstands, some classes with a bit of strength. It was nice for me. Like rings and a muscle up. It was all new for me, but it was cool. And there was like classes with no handstand and just some weird things on the floor it's called the commotion uh, and i didn't like it at all like i like i told the daily a few times well, why am i doing handstand what what is this like thing on the floor like, <laughs> I, I can't get it like i'm so confused where to put the leg and the arm and why were i doing it and she just left i don't remember even what, what she told me like uh, yeah and um but they stayed. It was really fun. I really enjoyed. There's what a lot of new materials for me to practice, and it's changed all my perspective about how to train. And even the basic, the strength works that I did all the time. Some kind of like it's changed completely, and how much I can train. For me, it was like okay, you train one day, one day you rest, one day. And and and, fine, and like at some point I find myself training twice a day and it's fine and we just keep going. It's so exciting, like so many new things and you want to accomplish. Um. So yeah, the first year was like very dense. Like I achieved many things in one year, one year and a half. And I think only after like two years, two and a half. I started to feel I want to kind of learn locomotion and more like the 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 dancey stuff, the more the soft things, not just mm-hmm. the strength handstand. 
like th this was the only ma only materials that been there and at this time i'm talking about like 10 11 years ago this was mm -hmm. the main thing today yeah. it's very wide and so different but this this was the main thing strength handstand locomotion and also the locomotion was very kind of um uh, how to say it um very narrow on how it looks and how many uh, vocabulary you have in this kind of work and so after like two years started to work a bit with locomotion i started to like it okay wow. i film it and it looks okay wow okay i'm getting better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and also in some, in some point, Odell asked me if I want to teach. And um, I told her, yeah, why not? Even so, this was the last thing I wanted to do. Um, like, I never thought I want to, 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 to teach or be in this position of, of standing in front of people, of a group of people. Uh, I was really frightened, frightened about that. Like it was the, the the last thing I want to be is here, standing in front of people and, and being the center of uh, attention. Mm. But I think this, one of the reasons I I said yes, maybe this is the reason. Like okay, I have to kind of um, go to this direction because I'm so afraid of it. So I, I so. Yeah. All my life, like I went around it, and I didn't want to to be in this position. So it's a good time to, to practice this. I just just be there. Okay, I don't want to be here, but I'm gonna do it anyway. It's, it's a good place to develop. So I, I said yes, and I think I started to to help a bit with the classes. And, and after like one two years. After that, I decided I want to open a group of mine. I don't want to work with someone or underneath someone. I prefer to so to open a group of mine so it's going to be mine. I can do whatever I want. And this way, I really can enjoy it more than just to come to class and teach and someone paying me. Just, okay, this is mm. a class. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm talking about more how I went to the movement freaks. So, and uh, yeah, opened a group. It was, wasn't was in Eritrea. It was also had a different name, a different city. I've been there one year. It didn't go anywhere. I felt it's just stuck and just same people. It's not going. I'm not enjoying. I didn't like the people even like, and okay, I, I thought to myself, okay, I have to do a decision or or I quit from this. It maybe it's not for me. Yeah. Just keep practicing and then this is what I'm good with. And then maybe just it was a good experience. But or just change a place, change place and change mindset. And mm -hmm. I, I decided to go to another city, Ritzelia. It also was very close to me. And uh, I think from day one it was felt really good. Like the people that came for the first class were I felt they were very nice, and uh, after a few months, there was already some kind of um, family sensation, like people like uh, really got closer and like uh, good people coming, and I enjoyed almost every person that came, like they were very good people, and 
Yeah, I think after one year or two, it uh, it really felt like wow, like I'm surrounded with really cool people. And I think this was the most important thing for me, like uh, to feel that I'm kind of going to work, if you can call it, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. And the enjoyment is not just from the teaching, it's more from the people that are coming to my class. Do you think and there was something different that you did setting up from that first group where you didn't enjoy it so much to the second group when you when you started to really enjoy it? Did you like did you present it in a different way, or um, you know how did you find the, the, these different type of people that you really started bonding with? It's hard for me to say what what was the change, but maybe maybe just one year of experience and then I changed everything and started again it was already something and I started for more like um, knowing how to teach how to do how to to run a class uh, a bit more yeah, not really but a bit more um, um, also I think like it, there's I know there's uh, Maybe you can call it luck or, or, or something or some energy or, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I just felt a different energy there and like uh, from the people and there was like okay, f- few people who feel certain energy from them and they're bringing their friends that have the same energy and it's kind of it started to grow up and like, and people that uh, didn't fit to this kind of environment or I felt they're not really... Yeah, not, not really fit to this kind of families that started to grow up, grow. Uh, so they just left after a few classes and um, it was really fine for me. I, I wanted them to leave. I didn't want people that I don't like to, to stay. And why didn't I like them? I don't know. I just, you know, just uh, you feel it like uh, maybe they're good people. Of course, they're good people, but mm. this is not their place. Like, um and now I know slowly, slowly like uh, more people come came and it's mostly there was no much of advertising, so there's not many people that are coming from nowhere. Most of the people coming from you know from a friend, from a friend, from a friend, and a family. So they kind of all had like a same base of uh, energy and vibes and uh yeah, over the years it's changed a bit, but this the, this base that kind of uh, created for the in the first year or two years stayed until now. Like it's around, almost eight years. Wow. Um. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I think how to support a, a group. Like I don't, I don't think I have a big group. I think I have a good size of a group it's not big because it's i'm not i don't i don't own a facility i'm just renting a place so i'm kind of limited of how many people i can take it's a decision i i I took and i think it's better for me because if you run a facility you have to have many people you have to run a class twice a day Mm-hmm. Because you pay rent every month, no matter what what you do, 
and I thought it's not for me. Like I prefer to make, to keep it a bit smaller, um, but big enough for me. And and yeah, like uh, more like family vibes instead of just people coming going like a studio or some you know some 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 kind of uh, this orientation so um yeah so kind of stayed like in this group and that facility so uh, it's, it's a bit uh, i think it's a good 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 way, good way for me at least well, it's been working for you. Um, you know, you've been running it for, as you say, eight years. And when I go onto the yeah. mov- Movement Freaks uh, page, it looks like um, there are a, a good amount of students that make it to your classes. And, you know, it looks like everyone is having just a lot of fun uh, as well. Yeah. You know, they're really enjoying themselves. So, yeah. you know, how, if you could take us through, I guess, um, yeah, are, are you the only teacher um, or uh, that that guides through f- for that group and um what 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 do you what do you do to i guess um make sure that you know people enjoy themselves they keep on coming back like are there specific things with how you structure the class and um how you interact with it, everyone that you found has just worked really well yeah um yeah there are several things like i can point on um of course, there's like the more technical thing, okay, how you teach and why you teach, okay, it's one thing. Um, but on top of it, it's, and even more important is, is yeah, keeping a certain vibe um, that was much more important for me. Again, because I wanted to enjoy this place and not to come and kind of suffer. Uh, so I wanted to just this vibe to support me and so it was easy for me to support this kind of vibe I wanted to be in. Um, like during classes, uh, it's very important for me that the people work in pairs. Probably you know that also from your practice, it's very important when, when it's a group class. This is all about if you want to practice by yourself, so practice by yourself but if you come into a class so this is the idea and there's a good opportunity to work with people mm-hmm. uh, the more advanced students they know if they're like there's a new student um, they will work with this new student to give him like or her like the, the the feelings that someone is carrying and they're helping them and they're not just coming to a class new and got lost because there are so many things to do and so many materials so like yeah, it's very important for me and all the advanced students know that like take the new guy and be with him and like, explain him everything um, yeah people that I, I really I usually see during the week and said like uh, they disappear one day for like one week or two and and always texting them, where are you? Everything okay? So kind of trying to keep a like more personal touch with uh, most of the students as uh, are more than like one month in the group. Of course, the people that just came and just okay, take your time. <laughs> First, I want to check if you're <laughs> you're the right person to be here, and you should check if you're this is for you. 
but yeah, most of the people that are already there for a few months, even not, I'm not not talking about years. It's different places. It's, it's uh, like family for me. But yeah, I'm usually checking what uh, what is going on with them. Um, doing some special classes, you know, for like holidays or like New Year or whatever. Uh, so kind of more people coming, like bringing food and drink, like and like more. Uh, Again, more like, um, yeah, like special class, like more um, get to know each other. Also, I'm 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 doing. I did already four uh, camps, only for the group. Like it's a freaks camp called or movement freaks camp mm-hmm. every year. So it's a, it's also like a weekend or two days. We did also three days, so it's like. Um, Almost all the group is coming and we have like a whole weekend of practice new materials, but more above it, it's the, the uh, you know, getting like to know each other better, like and having like free evening and everybody is sitting and talking and it's, and there's many friendships inside the group. Um, everybody knows everyone and uh, Many of them are friends outside of the group because of the group. Um, um, what else? Um, yeah, I think it's just um, maintaining a certain, again, going back to the vibe, it's, it's pretty high, hard to explain it, but uh, but it's it's everywhere. You got you're getting in a place. There's certain vibe, and you're getting to another place. I'm so kind of I'm trying to keep the same vibe, like not the same, but very friendly vibe to a certain energy and certain vibe of people. Um, and I also had many advanced students that with me for day one almost. So also they kind of keeping the same vibe around. So it's supporting the new people. Okay, this is the vibe we come to. Okay, well, nice. We want to stay here. It's a good vibe. Everybody like hugging each other in the beginning of class and the end of class, like mm-hmm. saying hello. Um, you know, there's like a WhatsApp group of everyone. And every time someone needs something, he can pause and ask. And there's like immediate response, like uh, I have it or I can help you. All. So it's kind of... Uh, a place you can kind of you you sure you can find the support and help um so yeah i think this is more even more important for me than the the, the actual uh, practice of the actual classes mm. this is just, yeah this is what people come from but uh, many of them staying because of something else like uh, more than okay they got some second family and it's uh, it's it's much bigger and more important than the to get a handstand or whatever you know <laughs> yeah yeah it sounds like they might be att- attracted to you know come learn a certain skill or whatever but um they really you spend a lot of time with um trying to build that connection with them and then also with all the rest of the members of the group and that's what they stay there yeah. for. And um, yeah. I think that's uh, 
that is what people will return to for because then you're just enjoying together all together as a group and with other people yeah. all the time right so yeah. uh it makes sense now you know looking at the movement freaks web uh, um web page and and seeing you know all the smiling faces uh that i i get that sense um from from when i look at that content so i think that's a really important thing to um yeah, to, to focus on, because as you said, you know, sometimes maybe we can get caught up in too much of the technical, right. Of like, what yeah. are, what are we actually teaching and um, how are we yeah. actually going to teach it? But in the yeah. end, people are humans and they're looking for human connection as well. Yeah. 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 Of course, of course you have to keep the, some, a good quality of practice, but, uh, and, uh, yeah, but again, like uh, once people got inside, the um, I think the, the the sensation of family is what keep them inside, and they kind of um, then the progress and then develop themselves with with the practice. But uh, they're coming for the kind of friends and family, and like okay, this is coming. I have like two hours to to rest for my family and kids and uh, to be like in, in a fun place also like to work hard and develop myself and enjoy the people and to have some few laughs um so yeah yeah this is the i think this is the main thing about um, the movement freaks and i think it's supposed to be like the main thing in all every facility like yeah you know it's the people it's not the 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 what you do, it's how how you do it, how you present it, and what you what you give back, and what 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 people feel feel from you. Like uh, if you're keeping a distance from them, you're just uh, you know the teacher. You're somewhere high there, mm -hmm. and there are no no one can achieve you, or just you're just part of the community like everyone else. Um, yeah. And now switching over to, I guess, uh, talking about your practice, I mean, you mentioned, you know, at the start, you were just like really obsessed with like the handstands, right? And you, it took you a while, a while to get, I guess, a, a broader type of interest with um, other sort of subjects like locomotion. Yeah. Uh, what does your practice look like now and you know what what interests you i guess after all this time spending you know practicing all these things what still um drives you to keep on continually learning movement yeah um well i start from the moments of the time i'm kind of feel lost a bit there's everyone feel this times like okay what now what else i can do what, what i want to do what i'm doing that and and also from this point you're starting to to search what else like um so today my practice is um yeah, i'm still doing the the old things a bit maintaining some strengths you always need some strengths some certain level of strengths just to stay healthy and prevent injuries i'm not trying to get any stronger uh, 
for years like I'm the same maybe a bit going lower but I'm kind of uh, maintaining what I can and just it's 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 enough for me um a bit of handstand but it's also like once in a while just to to, to check if I still have it um yeah, the past few years, uh, I I worked a lot on the floor work, locomotion, the soft acrobatics, all the things you mentioned. And like, there was a moment, okay, like I I I I felt there is like I'm starting to get it, and this is the point you kind of want to dive deeper. You're just diving deeper and just starting to enjoy it because you feel you 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 you're getting something. You can kind of in, integrate by yourself to get some new ideas you can improvise and it feels good sometimes not but it most of the time feels good and you kind of can get like new ideas by yourself and this is kind of very exciting um but for that you have to dive deep and like kind of do it weekly base every day whatever like how much you can or want um yeah, like the past year, um, I started to do more like a parkour work. And it's very interesting. Also by myself, also I'm working with a, um, another teacher. Uh, it's kind of a really interesting place to work. And um, yeah, it's, it's a huge, huge uh, subject. Mm -hmm. or cool mm -hmm. but uh, yeah it's super interesting like uh, to, to, to to learn how to go to a street and find a spot and start to play in this spot it's, it's really cool like it's uh, it's very similar to okay find a floor and start to do a floor work like uh, or find a wall and start to do handstands or kind of different environment different thing but it's it's very cool um what else um yeah sometimes like um once twice a week I, I feel like i want to do something more uh, creative so when uh, kind of um trying to search research like new new games new like concepts um Sometimes working, sometimes they're like really cool ideas, and I can keep go keep working on them and uh, developing them. Sometimes it's just something very small. I can use it once in the class, and it's fine. That's it. Yeah, like a small game, nice game, but it's uh, I don't see any development in this uh, direction. Um. Also, there's other subjects I really want to work more. And I just, I don't know. I'm working, but not enough. For example, uh, um, rhythm work, like it's it's a really big thing. And I'm just kind of, uh, I started to play, to play music the last year. So it really helped me. Like I tried to start to play um, a saxophone. Saxophone? Oh, saxophone. Nice. Yep, saxophone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kind of it's you're playing, you're working with a metronome. It's already your brain starting to figure out rhythm, and uh, it's very interesting. Um, 
working on more dancey stuff. Like, uh, again, it's not dance, I'm not a dancer, but more concepts that related to dance. Uh, it's, it's really cool, it's really interesting for me. Um, so yeah, uh, also there's like times when I'm taking a, a, a project, for example, uh, if I'm doing a freaks camp, like I told you, like the movement freaks camp. So I want to bring a new materials to the group. So for the new materials, I'm kind of thinking, okay, what can mm -hmm. I bring them? So it's something new, also new for me. So I'm kind of thinking about certain direction and starting to play with and after two or three months like of doing it is something is starting to develop and there's like a new new subject so kind of also like there's here and there like there's two or three months i'm diving into kind of research of one two things i want to to to, to share and teach in a specific um, um camp or whatever and uh, yeah, it's also like a takes out of time. Mm. Um, so yeah, th this is basically the practice. I know, and I kind of, um, I never, I never worked with a with a program. Like it's, I don't know if it's a good thing to say or a bad thing to say. Oh, really? Never, it's ne I never, you've never had, had a program. No, I never had a program. I don't know. Like I don't know why. And uh, like I. I had, but I never used it. Like online coaching and stuff. Like um, I was the worst student. Like I never used it. <laughs> and yeah, like I don't know. I just all I felt like I can find my my own program, kind of create my own program, even if it's not written. It's in my head. Okay, I know what I have to do. Most of the time it feels really good and I, I do feel the progress and I can manage the progress and I know what to do. Sometimes I can get lost a bit and I can have to kind of sit and think about it, like uh, how to organize things. But um, yeah, for some reason I, I don't like to work with a program. I, I do like to, to work uh, um uh, how to say it organized like I know how many how much I'm doing and I want to do but it's never written somewhere I'm not thinking what I'm gonna do in two weeks I'm just uh, this session I know what what I have to do and this is what I'm doing yeah so this this is how <laughs> this is how it works most of the time wow yeah. <laughs> so you don't write down I guess um you know how no. much work you've done and then in the next in the next session the next session might be a little bit different to the previous session. You might be doing some different movements or, you know, diff different ways of working on it, or, you know, are you, are you still quite consistent on, on, on a certain thing for, you know, an extended period of time? How does that, how does that all work? Yeah. Well, dep it depends what, what, uh, what is the work? Uh, when I work on more strengths that you can kind of, you really know what you're doing. Like there are seconds and reps and it's very, can uh, it's very easy to um, I don't know if the right word is calculate or um, yeah, you can, calculate. yeah you can calculate it um, so yeah I, I knew what I did yesterday I know what I want to do today like it's, it's you know, 
But in other things, if I want to do like, um, okay, let's say soft acrobatics or, or something that is harder to kind of, um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, You can't manage with with sets and reps. It's it's mostly or how you feel it or how it looks from the side. Mm. You know, uh, if you have a word for that, uh, let me know. I kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> lost my English. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like more um, based on the quality of it rather yeah. than the just the quantity. Yeah, yeah, exactly the quality. Uh, but the quality, also the quantity, but the quality is every day is different. Uh, you didn't sleep enough, you have uh, some back uh, ache, I don't know, whatever. You ate too much, you ate not too much, you didn't eat at all. I know, like different uh, things that can affect the quality. Your Maybe your head is in different place. Uh, so I'm trying to adapt every day for the like I have an idea what I want to do. I'm starting to do it. Sometimes it's going amazing, uh, more than I thought. Sometimes I feel okay, my body doesn't want it, and I'm doing anyway. I'm doing something to kind of maintain for today at least what I had, and the next time maybe it's gonna be better. Like um. It's also a big, big, very important thing. Like even even if you have a program, you can't really work with the program one hundred percent. Like uh, life is, you know, it's going, and uh, you have a good day, a bad day. A bad day, you should practice. You should do what you can. Uh, it's not a reason to to not to do, but uh, if you want to get a good work and not uh, injure yourself and not you should have to adapt every day to okay what you feel what is it how is your body feel what is the emotional state and kind of work with that try not to to make it affect on you too much but you, you have to consider it anyway like if you want to stay like in a healthy let's say or you know uh, have the practice yeah and um, yeah I guess for you know your own students then and how you guide people is that is that via program based or do you also you know guide them uh, with more I guess uh, frameworks or a looser type of guidance rather than you know having a sort of more strict program that that, that you give them how, how does that how does that work in your approach there when you when you say like for your um uh for your coaching of one-to-one students or online coaching yeah yeah for, for the group for the movement freaks I'm, I'm usually working with a program this eight weeks program i'm writing it all in the beginning what's it gonna do every session it's very it's not very um uh, to say it. it's, it's not very strict it's more like ideas okay i want to go to this direction this is the subjects subjects i want to work on uh, i don't know what i'm gonna do in a week or two but i know so this is the subjects i i want to work with 
I will start from a certain uh, point for beginning, and I will see how it goes, like how the people react to this, if they progress, if not, if it's working, maybe sometimes it just feels not the right thing, I don't know, some kind of changing the program or changing the subject. subject. But usually there's few subjects I'm working on, few projects, and um, if I know I have this work on this project today, I'm doing something, and have the same project in like two days. Okay, I know I did A, B, C on Sunday. So today I'm gonna do A plus, I know something, to, every time to add something small to the project so people can develop themselves during the project and feel there's like a, some progression and not just jumping from one thing to another. And there's also the things we do almost every class, some mobility stuff, some hanging, maybe some handstand, maybe some uh, object manipulation, uh, things that I can tell them, okay, this is what you're doing now. I don't have to explain what you're just doing. Maybe some strengths. Mm -hmm. Usually I have like few uh, drills of strengths. First week, two weeks, maybe three weeks, I explain every class what they have to do. And the rest of the six, five uh, weeks, that's it. You have strengths, go to do your strengths. You know what to do. I don't have to explain anymore. And there are other materials, other uh, subjects that uh, I have to kind of think how to progress them. And because there's like, progressions it's not just add another rep or another set just like uh, maybe as they're doing a certain locomotion and uh, i have to figure out a new sequence or or new idea or to teach them a new move whatever and uh, okay today we had enough of isolation work let's do some improvisation maybe let's play uh, and some classes are just out of program at all i don't know like there's some idea, okay, I want to do a class by the program, but the people that come to the class are just not the people I thought will come, you know. Uh, I want to do something advanced and 80% of the class are beginners, so I'm gonna change totally the class and uh, or maybe separate the people, okay, you do something like this and advance do something else. It's very flexible. There's a program, but it's not very strict. It's strict to a certain point and it's very flexible. Uh, but I'm trying to stay with the subject and ideas I, I decided. Like So there's in the end of the eight, eight weeks, people will feel they went through something. And now like the end point is they are completely different from the beginning point. Like. And then a new program, and yeah. And after a year, maybe we'll come back to the first program, you know, but it'll be different. Nice, yeah. yeah. So nice. More or less, this is the, the idea of, yeah. It's sounding <clears throat> like, yeah, you have that direction where you know you want people to head, but you stay very, as you say, flexible and responsive to whoever might turn up and 
you know, what they're struggling with, or as you say, like the vibe as well. And you don't have to stay so strict onto like this, this written down plan, which if you keep on trying to force your way through that sometimes might not work. Yeah. Yeah. So switching, yeah. mm-hmm. so switching uh, over. Like in, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry, you go. sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go. Uh, <laughs> switching over now to, you know, you've talked a, a little bit about locomotion, you know, floor work and soft acrobatics. And I know this is like a, quite a, a big area of the practice and what you like sharing as, as well. Um, I wanted yeah. to just start from maybe like a, a beginning point of, you know, if, uh, if you were introducing this to a, a new student who hasn't done or hasn't done any locomotion floor work, soft acrobatics, you know, these are all new areas. How might you go yeah. about, I guess, a- explaining it and introducing it to this new student? Yeah, I think it's a, the, you have to separate a bit the floor work. Maybe also the locomotion comes with the floor work, but the soft acrobatics is a bit like you have to separate, separate it. I'll explain why. Um, how to how you approach a floor work and locomotion? First, I think first you you. There's few things you should do first. Like, of course, you should teach uh, how to how to approach the floor, how I can get to the floor. Like, how can I from squat to place machine? Okay, how can I get to the belly from squatting or from kneeling or whatever? How I'm placing my my arm? Well, like, is it like from the PC from the fingers or fingers PC from even this thing? How I'm shifting the weight from uh, one spot to another. How my kind of um, the concept of 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 doing it very uh, soft and and silent also. So kind of um, this is the the basic like uh, before like even teaching one specific movement, just like how you walk on four like. Uh, without noise and with uh, uh, maybe throwing few concepts. Okay, you're walking on four and you can maybe cross cross your hands or cross your legs. You're walking on four, maybe now try and not disconnect your hands from the floor or maybe not disconnect one arm or maybe not disconnect all your limbs. And once you have that kind of throwing concept or few concepts, people um, starting to try new things because if there is no limitation or concept, they're kind of doing, you can say they're kind of doing whatever they want, but eventually they're doing only the things they know and they can do. But if you kind of put them in the patient, it, they have to do something else. And this is in this play, spot place, they're kind of finding the new options oh, I can do this, okay, but if you're not telling them don't leave the ground with your left arm, as I never find it, like maybe later. 
So um, this is a way to a good way to start, like maybe some of those concepts. Also, another way to stop is yeah, maybe just t- teach some drills, some some movements. Let's do some uh, cosmic insertion or crab lizard or whatever. Um, and through this, do this process, also people can learn. Uh, but I think the first option is is better because when they're getting to the the point to learn certain movement, isolated movement, not just I'm not talking about integrating or some improvisation. They're already thinking about how they're placing their hands and and, and legs and as a kind of have better understanding what where should go and if I want to get to the floor or from the floor how far is my hand should be from the body so it's going to be easier for me and I don't have to do steps um so yeah um so I think kind of this is a good process and then to start to teach some certain movements also they can happen at the same time to work with some some improvisation with concept and also teach them, okay, now add this and this movement we learn. Check how you can implement it in this kind of concept work. Um, yeah, this is kind of the, the base, how to approach like floor work and uh, locomotion. It's a very big subject, but in the, for the beginners, this is a really good, like, entrance i think yeah. for acrobatics yeah. and a bit also for locomotion but more for acrobatics you need more a much more um body preparation like you need the uh, again certain strengths you need to um, prepare your joints wrists uh, you need certain mobility. You need to walk in your spine. Uh, there are many things you should prepare before you start with uh, uh, with soft acrobatics. If you don't want to injure yourself and like kind of <laughs> finish your career in soft acrobatics after two weeks, <laughs> you know. So it's yeah, it's, it's more hard on the body. Even so, it's called soft acrobatics, but if your body is hard, so uh, it's going to be hard on the body. Uh, and the same time, we're doing this preparation, you're kind of strengthening your uh, wrist, you're opening your back, opening your uh, hip uh, joints and uh, shoulders, whatever you need. Like Every person is different, but... Uh, and if the person is very open, maybe he's, he or she is very weak or the opposite the very strong people that are very close and stiff so they need to open everything before the approach um soft acrobatics for example uh, and then you can you start from the again from the basic like everything you have a cartwheel you have a cartwheel to the other side you know and Okay, have a cartoon. Maybe do you have a cartoon on one hand or like um, we can stay with the cartwheel for for a long time because this is the simplest and very known kind of movement. Everybody know cartwheel. 
but uh, can you do it from a squad? Can you do it from different angles? For example, it's a good beginning also to walk in a handstand again, because you need certain handstand, like again, it's a good uh, uh, body preparation, the handstand for that and also the opposite. Um, yeah, and only after you have like a good, um, had a good preparation, you have like a certain handstand, certain back bridge, your wrists are fine, your back is open, hips are open, your shoulders are uh, in a good condition, everything is, is, is okay. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's okay. You can start to open more, you know, to more advanced things. Um, yeah, and eventually, and eventually you can uh, connect everything. Like you can connect connect the floor and the locomotion and the soft acrobatics, but this is kind of the end point of these three subjects. Yeah, it's not the end point of everything, but uh, kind of connect them and kind of find new options. Like you, you never, never someone taught you, but you kind of. Okay, well, if I place this arm here, it looks something different and it's mine. Uh, but this is the kind of the end or to the more advanced things. But yeah, for beginners, this, this is, uh, I think the body preparation is much important before you start to, to jump and uh, do stuff and uh, break or tear or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And within these three subjects, as you know, you see beginners pro progressing through the inter intermediate and, you know, try, um, uh, trying to become better in that practice. Are yeah. there any common or usual mistakes that you see people might be making throughout this time um, with, with your students? I think there is there could be many mistakes. I think the mistakes staying there for a long time because people not um, maybe not asking for uh, uh, someone else to to check how they're doing it. For example, okay, I missed it in the class and they continue to practice by themselves doing certain uh, move and it's not really working or it's uh, hurting them. So for example, a good idea just to, to film yourself and uh, and look at this, like this is the best uh, best thing you can do. Like uh, film, check, film again, try something different, look. And, and this is the very way, way to understand what you're doing. Like even better than someone telling you, because if you're not seeing it, it's it's a bit kind of okay, but it's kind of um, vague. But once you see it, it's 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 uh, you you can understand what is wrong. Okay, I'm placing my arm like that, but it should be a different direction or just uh, very small things to correct. So th there's not not no. I don't think there's like specific mistakes because. Everyone doing their own mistakes, and maybe some people have um, a certain background 
and they used to do a certain thing in a certain way and they just this is how they're doing it but now it's a completely different thing but they still still stayed in their patterns and um, so they kind of have to work more break patterns they have for years it's even not related to movement you know just but it's, it's some body patterns are just there for years so it's very personal but um but yeah the, the thing was looking at yourself it's it's really good uh, powerful uh, um tool to use thing yeah in in in, in terms of trying to integrate certain movements together and moving through to like improvisation. Is this something like you mentioned, like uh, even with that improvisational concept at the start, you know, you might start off with um, that to introduce it to them from the beginning or yeah. How, how do you normally um, guide people to work their way through to more sequence based work and uh, more improvisational work? Is there a certain point that, um, that you look for where they've built up a certain, I guess, like a level of movements or movement vocabulary before you think, okay, now is a, a good time to start working on all these areas or how, how do you normally introduce and develop people throughout this process, especially through that integration improvisation stage? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think there's like the right and the perfect point like in everything in life, there's no like perfect time. You just you have to do something. You're doing it <laughs> whenever, and uh, this is the perfect time. So also here, like it's um, it can start even from the opposite. You know, it can start from improvisation with some what I talked before uh, from some concept, and you can implement some stuff you learned now. It can. Uh, you can learn a few moves and then, okay, people, you have like three moves. It's up to you to integrate it. I'm not helping you. And they have to do it. Like, hey, this is this is what we're doing in the class. Like, but maybe you can use a partner. So there's kind of working with a partner, maybe more advanced and help can help me them. Uh, also, also many times happens that beginners um the more creative people or 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 just the people that don't know nothing about the subject they can kind of come up with new ideas because they don't know nothing there's like kind of no no uh, limitation they're uh, uh, thinking about this subject so kind of figure out something new and it looks really cool Maybe even as they're not doing it very nice, and it's a bit, you know, like uh, I'm not, I can't say ugly, but it's a bit uh, looks weird or not. But but it's 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 a new idea. They had it because they they knew for the subject and like okay, okay, what is locomotion? I don't know, but maybe this one is is part of the locomotion. They kind of throwing uh, new ideas. Uh, so you you can do you can go through different. Uh, and directions uh, but I don't think it's it's a good idea to wait too long and give the people opportunity to improvise because 
they, they can improvise from day one. Just give them some guidance, very simple, some limitations, some concept, and uh, they can start to improvise. And uh, I think that as soon as they will start to improvise, the faster they will kind of catch things and learn things and will get um, confidence in this kind of uh, work. I mean, people don't feel confidence because uh, what, what I have to do, I don't know, it's my first class, but once you give them the opportunity to do and like kind of pushing them, okay, now you go. Uh, even so it's your first class, they're kind of doing it and wow, well, okay, I moved and I didn't stop and I did this and that and I, and it's 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 possible for me. So it's kind of yeah. I think it's uh you should you start, you should start, start early, but keep teaching them like new layers, new things, um, correct them the small things, um, but yeah, I think that I should improvise from a very early stage. And do you have any like uh I guess one or two examples of maybe like a, a yeah a, a certain task or limitation that you found that that works well um uh, that might help with uh, i guess uh setting a task for improvisation that helps breed um creativity we're still in the topic of locomotion flow work mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um Yeah, there are like, again, there are many concepts, but uh, for example, flow work. You can tell a person, okay, you can do whatever you want on the floor, but your left elbow, you can't lift your left elbow from the floor. It's one example. It can be any part of the body or two parts or three parts. You can't lift them. It's a good limitation that opens uh, many, many new opportunities. No, like uh, I can't lift it. Okay, so I have to walk around it. And there's like many things you can do you, you never thought you can do. This one example. Um, another example is, um, for example, every, I don't know, every sec few seconds or every time a person, uh, that your partner is telling you go up, you should, you should go up from floor or locomotion to your hands in, in any way you want. But you have to react almost immediately. And it's kind of already giving you like, it, you have to go up. So kind of finding new patterns, new ideas, how to go to this position, high and back to the floor. And this is another concept. Um, another concept is, um, I don't know, for example, you can work again with a partner and uh, you can kind of follow him, you know, like a dog, for example, uh, it's a good example, uh, kind of follow him, like he, he going forward, he, you have to go backwards, it's your backwards or the opposite of the side. Or he can react to I know he's going fast or low, or there's like kind of um you can go to the direction of Zen Archer, so kind of avoid a stick or a person trying trying to to touch you, but you avoid digging it. 
it's a very beautiful concept and it's a, it's a huge concept also to work with. And there are many more, like uh, even you can like just throw this small concept, like a very, that you thought in the moment, I don't know. Uh, and, and it's gonna work. Okay, you, you're on locomotion, now go to your belly. Uh, you're kind of starting to connect the the low the lower level the floor level to the locomotion you don't know how to do it but you have to go to your belly so you're gonna figuring out how you can roll your belly and go up so yeah so this kind of this is options and there are many options uh, you can use um, and you can like you know, find your own concepts and there is no right concepts or wrong, just just concepts that help you to kind of create something. Okay, to think to have some idea where you want to go and and use it. Like because if there's no concept at all, it's it, there's uh, or any limitation, uh, there's nothing. I don't know. You have to have something like some kind of uh, uh, idea where you're going. Like what is your limitation, what not, and this is a very good spot to work with. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Instead of trying to open, um, just work with completely open form to, to work with something with a, a certain rule. Right. And then from there that helps breed the creativity or helps breed, um, helps you break a certain um, pattern and create a new pattern because you've got that new rule or that new, um, limitation to to work with yeah because yeah uh, yeah i think we talked about it just a few minutes before but when it's too open it usually takes you to the known places you already know because it's very open so you're going to the places you feel comfortable but when it's a bit close and a bit limited you have to go to another places so this is the place you're gonna have to work with the creativity okay i can't go to this one but this is my favorite spot but it's limited so yeah so it's very important to put some limits and uh, more or less but uh, it's very important like it's giving you a good direction <clears throat> and just on yeah whilst we're still on the this um which I've subject one thing i remember i watched on your instagram that you shared I think it was like your um your journey through all of this you know locomotion floor work soft acrobatics study I think there was something mm. where you yeah. you had um your movement from I think it was like 8 or, no, or 10 years ago all the way through yeah. to now and you know it was really interesting seeing the quality of the movement how that's all progressed from that starting point all through to now um where now you know it's a lot more smoother continuous <clears throat> um i guess integrated <clears throat> all through together mm-hmm. other other than i guess you know sheer volume of of practice and and time that it's taken for that i guess if for someone on that journey of trying to get deeper into these subjects and to um achieve that visual quality of being smooth and continuous are there any tips or techniques that you could share that you've found really helpful through your discoveries throughout this whole time? 
Hmm. Yeah. Well, first of all, in this video talking about the first locomotion, yeah, it was like uh, I think one year from my uh, from when I started to practice. And as I told in the beginning, I, I hated the locomotion. I couldn't understand it at this point, but I had to film something. I don't remember some Odele or Ido asked me to film a locomotion. And I didn't know what to do, how to do it. Like, and I ask a friend, uh, Liav, maybe you know her, uh, help me. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what to do. I don't know, like, integrate something for me and I can uh, do it. Like, and it still was very ugly because I can do it, but I didn't, didn't have an idea how to do it. Like, it was so, so far for me. So uh, alien for me, like, uh, I was so lost in this. Um, yeah, no, I think also like it's very personal. I think some people feel very comfortable to look bad, you know, they're coming to a class, they know they don't know nothing, and they you're throwing them to be in the middle of the um class and doing improvisations and doing it. They're enjoying it and they don't care about anyone. Uh, like, you know, the the people that dance in the middle of the party and just don't care. They're enjoying themselves. Uh, so these people, it's very easy to work with because they just, they're doing it. They don't care about how it looks and how people think about them. They're just into it and they're... Some of them can learn fast, some not, but, but they're... But it's easy to work with them because I'm not not afraid and not shy to dive in. Some people also like me, it was very hard for me because it felt so so bad and I was I, I don't know if I was embarrassed, but I felt this just it's not for me. Like what, what is this? Um so for me it was like practicing uh, yeah, practicing with by myself, with friends, like that helped me. And then, yeah, and slowly, slowly, you're kind of getting some confidence. Um, but in the end, you know, it's better to be the person, the first person, because really no one cares. And like, uh, also, if you're getting into a class, uh, I think ma many many classes, not just the movement class, like if people know your first time here or whatever, you're one month here, no one is looking like to, to see like something amazing from you, you're just you're a new one here. So you should remember it like, like even if you see the advanced people like a few years ago, a few months ago, they've been in the same point you are. So as a kind of, Everyone, everyone is understanding. Everyone are humans, and just, and just, just do whatever you want to do. You can do, and and be like present, and, and you're on the right path, like in everything, not just in locomotion. Yeah, everyone started somewhere. <laughs> And they did it very badly, but now they're kind of okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, there's no magic. It's just that's it. You just kind of enjoy enjoy what you're doing and uh, know that 
with time you will get better, you feel better, and don't be and, and, and try not to apologize before people that you're doing it not the way you think they're thinking about you. Just yeah, you just uh, do your st- do your thing and it's fine. Yeah, it's kind of like if you can get over the fact that sometimes you are your own worst enemy. Um, because, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're judging yourself yeah. a, a lot, then, uh, you know, instead you can become your best helper um, I- instead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like in worst case, no one cares. In the best case, people care and they want to help you. So like you, you can't be shy or... or... Uh, hide from people but it's easy to say it's much harder to do it but uh, but this is the kind of this is the the way you know <laughs> this is the way well it, it's been wonderful connecting with you stas um I, I would say like yeah to to listeners like with that post that i just mentioned <clears throat> stas you share a lot on Instagram and a lot about your journey as well. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, I mean, even seeing like the level that you're at now versus like from the earlier beginnings, it is a thing where you're just going, okay, like um, if you can do it, then anyone can do it. Right. So um, I guess looking forward with movement freaks and your, uh, your plans, do you have anything upcoming that you'd like to share? Any 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 plans for you know if there's any listeners out there and even in, in Israel, like any new camps, or are you planning to do any um, workshops upcoming? Um, yeah, there there will be some workshop in Israel. Nothing interesting, but it's very small, you know. But. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it's a good opportunity to 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 tell to ask like uh, like what we begin started from. I'm in Mexico because like there was opportunity for me to teach here and to live here like for the teaching. And uh, so yeah, if someone of the listeners like they have some uh, facility or any idea as I want to bring uh, someone to teach movement and uh, I can come with my family and the baby a very cute baby <laughs> uh, yeah so it's going to be a really cool opportunity like uh, to travel around and uh, to teach a bit and uh, stay for time uh, I think I think for in this point like um I prefer this and workshops, like uh, if travel, I prefer to travel, not just to go to weekends because it's not traveling, it's just work. And uh, I like to travel, enjoy the, the new places and like discover new places and meet people. So uh, yeah, if there are any opportunities, suggestions, like I'm open to, to hear and uh, yeah. But like beautiful places, not uh, you know, just uh, don't invite me to like uh, shitty cities and like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, more 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 about nature, like I really like nature. Like, here we live like by the ocean, it's uh, really cool. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, 
hope you enjoy the rest of your time over in Mexico and I look forward to you, you know, sharing your journey um, ongoing. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Just hearing more about your story and can connecting with you and, um, and, and hearing about how the movement freaks has, um, has all been started to where it is now. So thank you once again for coming on to the past Fang. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, it was really cool to talk to you and share a bit. I hope like you enjoyed and the people enjoyed. And again, my English, I think, I hope my English was uh, good enough to explain myself. Um, But yeah, thank you. Thank you for uh, giving me me the opportunity to, to, to share some ideas. Episode 79, that's a wrap. Thanks to Stas for joining us on The Passive Hang. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. He's been involved in the community for a very long time and it was very interesting to hear about the early days of when he was training with Odilia and in the Ido Patal method. If you want to get in touch, remember you can find my details on the website, that's at thepassivehang.com, or you can reach out to me directly on Instagram, that's at phaonp, at p-h-a-o-n-p, on the Instagram page. All right, guys, well, remember, if you like this podcast, please remember to share it with a friend. It really helps me spread this podcast, spread all these amazing teachers to a wider audience. And otherwise, thank you for your support. I'll see you in the next episode.